0: This is eSports. Competitive eSports. The eSport. Professional sport. Virtual world of sports. The next NFL. eSports. The world of eSports. Competitive gaming or eSports. eSport. Uh, at the infancy of a new world sport. eSports. Esports is the new promised land. Maybe you've heard of Get Right or Faker, you've almost certainly heard of Shroud. Professional video game players working full time to win competitions on a global stage, and take home their part of a $700 million dollar industry. Whether it be Team Liquid taking home the lion's share of the International's $25 million dollar prize, or Counter Logic walking home with $1 million dollars from the Halo World Championships, Professional Gamer is a job title that commands respect. And awe. Of course, it wasn't always that way, and there's one guy who really helped kickstart it. You've probably seen his brand in Best Buy or Micro Center without even realizing it was a person, but there's a gamer behind that brand name. Hey there, guys, it's Fatality, and you're out watching PlanetQuake4.net. Jonathan Wendell, gamer tag Fatality, was the first major Western esports superstar, the highest earning professional gamer for almost 10 years in a row, and the man behind the Fatality Lifestyle brand. You've probably seen his logo on mousepads, headphones, motherboards, and even food, but this millionaire gamer started out at a time when gaming wasn't something you could do for a job. It's 1999. And Quake Three Arena is one of the biggest games in the world. Just a few years ago, Dennis Thresh Fong had won John Carmack's Ferrari in a Doom competition, and Jonathan Wendell had decided to follow in his footsteps and try to win some money at the Cyber Athletic Professional League's Frag Three tournament in Dallas. He's been playing games for years, starting with Akari Warriors on the NES in 1986, but he's naturally competitive. He played tennis and became team captain, and played billiards against pool sharks, and won. In fact, he was good enough at pool that he qualified for the Junior Nationals tournament. It was his tournament to lose, or so he thought, before his mother refused to allow him to travel to compete. His parents were divorced, and that weekend was her weekend with the kids, so she said no. John's mom believed he should go get a job, and go to DeVry, and get a solid job working tech support. He has a few friends who play games, and one of them in particular is pretty good. Eric Batch has just won a Quake tournament in London, and one night during a friendly match, Batch is beaten by Wendell 10-0. to His response? Jonathan, I just won in London, and you went 10-0 against me. It's pretty obvious, you need to start playing in bigger tournaments. With this plan, Jonathan moved out of his mother's house, moved in with his dad, and made a handshake agreement. He would play one tournament, the upcoming Frag 3, and if he lost, he'd forget about gaming. His dad agreed, so Jonathan took the last $500 he had, traveled to the tournament, and competed. He didn't win, but he placed third, and came home with a check for $4,000. That check started his career, and six months later he won $40,000 at the Razor tournament, and six more first place wins that year. He was so dominating in the arena that he managed to cut a sponsorship deal with Razor for $30,000 plus all expenses, and all he had to do was wear their t-shirts while he played. And he continued to win, playing in Dallas, Des Moines, Sweden, St. Louis, Seoul, and Cologne. In that first year as a pro gamer, he earned around $110,000. In the 0203 season, he failed to qualify for the upcoming Quake tournament, and so he decided to play another newly released game, Unreal Tournament 2003. The shift from his bread and butter game to a new title caught the attention of MTV, who featured him as a part of their reality TV series, True Life for an episode called I'm a Gamer. MTV followed him as he trained for, and eventually won, the Unreal Tournament Championship, and suddenly, Fatality was known to a national audience. With some amazing foresight, he founded Fatality Incorporated and began working with various manufacturers on keyboards, mousepads, and more, leveraging his free publicity from MTV, and securing interviews on 60 Seconds. Magazine spots in Forbes, Business Week, ESPN, Sports Illustrated, and Wired showing up next to Bill Gates and Steve Jobs. He was front page of the LA Times, and was drawing attention to this brand new esports industry. Of course, at heart he was still a competitive gamer, and he continued to participate in tournaments and win them. That is, until Intel offered a $150,000 prize to the winner of a year-long tournament in the first game from Studio People Can Fly, called Painkiller. You might know people can fly today because of their game Fortnite, or because of the Gears of War series, or Bulletstorm. This was their very first game, and it was incredibly popular in the competitive scene. Fatality was new to Painkiller, and he was behind the competition. Sander Kos Yager, known better as Vu, was the reigning champion, having won five of the nine events throughout the year-long competition already. Fatality only won two. It was enough to get him to the finals, but it wasn't promising, and it wasn't surprising that Fatality lost his first match against Vu. But this was a double elimination, and Fatality had his second chance. In the final game of the competition, Fatality was the wild card that managed to get into that seat across from Vu. He played like he'd never played before. He obliterated Vu on Vu's best map, and then did even better on the second map. Vu tried to come back, scoring multiple kills in a row and putting Fatality down by 5 points, but this only seemed to motivate Fatality more, and he came back to win it. In fact, he won every single game against Vu, with a final score of 4-0. He cheered, he laughed, he crowed, and he held that $150,000 check above his head, doubling his career earnings and securing his position as the world's highest paid video game player. MTV Overdrive carried the feed live, making it the first worldwide broadcast of an eSports event, and it was the last major tournament Fatality would ever win. The next year, Quake 4 was the game of choice. In his time away from the Quake environment, a new challenger had arisen, Johan Quick, Known as Toxic. This Swedish super player dominated Quake 4's leaderboards, winning seven straight tournaments in a row in 2006 and winning 75% of the tournaments the next year, one of esports' most dominant runs in history. Fatality came in fourth, then second, then third, and then he quit. Jonathan Wendell held World Championship titles in Doom 3, Alien vs Predator 2, Unreal Tournament 2003, Quake 3, and Painkiller. He was awarded the first ever Lifetime Achievement Award in eSports, and was inducted into the inaugural class of the International Video Game Hall of Fame. He also holds a Guinness World Record for most frags in one hour in Quake 4. In his career, he won more than $450,000 in tournament winnings, a record that wouldn't be beaten until Ligé Dom would eclipse it by coming in second at the 2013 StarCraft II World Championship Series Global Finals. Jonathan Wendell didn't disappear, he moved into business and retired from gaming. He would start a real estate company in Las Vegas, continue to work on his Fatality Incorporated brand, including partnerships with Monster and Creative. He sponsored more than 30 pro gamers, and became the face of DirecTV's championship gaming series. Today, he streams on Twitch with just under 40,000 followers and is a respected golfer, traveling the world to play at various courses. Fatality is a brand now and one that isn't often associated with the man behind the name. But at one point, there was little question about how the world perceived him. So you're the best in the world? If you say so. <laughs> I, I'm trying to be modest here, so. <laughs> but, uh. Yeah, yeah, so I'm I'm pretty good. Do you watch esports? Is there a personality that you enjoy watching, or do you like a specific team? I've always had a soft spot for Fnatic, though I tend to watch the team, even as players move in and out of it. As a small creator, we are only seen if you share our videos, so if you liked this video please leave a like and share it. If you didn't, then don't do either of those, but if you did like it you can watch another one in the corner right now, and as always, we'll see you on the next one.